1: Well, uh, I appreciate the info on how to win big money, and I appreciate you troops showing up for muster. Hope all is cool and copacetic on your end. Uh, Jay, I appreciate you phoning us, sir. Welcome to 570 WSYR. Hi, Bob. Jay? Um, yeah, I just wanted to... Yes, can you hear me? I can. Oh, uh, yeah, I just wanted to comment on... Uh, uh, I didn't hear your whole, your full range of comments on the uh, why the dog's name was classified, um, I used to know uh, a friend of mine, uh, he was a Marine and he had an attack canine and he was the only one that knew the commands for the dog. So maybe that being that this is a special forces unit, uh, maybe that owner is as an added level of security. Maybe that owner is the only one that knows the name of the dog so that nobody else can call the dog. Yeah. Or maybe we're just goofy about this, right? <clears throat> I think that, anyone who would be around the handler would hear the dog's name used almost immediately and would thereby surmise the dog's name. I, I, I also think that being able to say the dog's name doesn't necessarily give you any uh, power over it, um, though there is a story from <clears throat> history. Um, it would be about... The late 1830s, about 1837, 1838, <clears throat> and it has to do with a, a, a preacher who actually came through this portion of central New York on the Erie Canal. His name was Parley P. Pratt. The middle P stood for Parker. And uh, anyway, this Parley P. Pratt was uh, a, a preacher, a big religionist. And uh, he uh, uh, came through central New York tied up with some uh, other religionists, and off they went uh, towards the frontier to preach the gospel as they understood it. And a lot of those folks uh, sort of rubbed the locals the wrong way, and uh, itinerant preachers were either welcomed with open arms or they were locked up. And there is a, a, a situation wherein this fellow, Parley P. Pratt, was in uh, Missouri— and like I said, it would have been about 1837, 1838. And he had been apprehended. There was a warrant for his arrest for this, you know, preaching, whatever like that. And uh, so he's, he's caught uh, by this marshal. And uh, the uh, marshal has to take him back to some other town from whence this uh, warrant had originated. And so the marshal has a, a dog uh, a big uh, bulldog whose name is Stewboy. And the deal is that um, the marshal and this Parley P. Pratt they share a room uh, at an inn uh, one evening as they are traveling back to this community uh, uh, that wanted, you know, Parley P. Pratt that issued the warrant. And what the uh, 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 marshal did was he had uh, Stewboy, the dog, sleep right at the doorway. So that in the night, if Parley P. Pratt should get up and try to uh, uh, exit, um, the dog would be there to rip him apart. And so it was that the next day uh, they continue on their uh, journey, and uh, they're going largely by foot. Uh, you know, a little bit of stagecoach here, a little bit of canal boat there. But as they're as they're going on, uh, Parley P. P. Pratt decides that he wants to make uh, a break that he wants to uh, uh, see if he can't get out of this little uh, dust-up with the law. And so um, at a certain point, the marshal and uh, stew boy, are, uh, d- they're, they're distracted. They're whether paying the bill or eating their lunch or whatever. And Parley P. Pratt is, for a couple of moments, uh, unsupervised. So what he does is he sets out running like a bat out of you-know-where. And he's just running as fast as he can. And uh, he gets a, a, a pretty good uh, distance down the road when his absence and his attempted escape are you know, recognized uh, by the marshal. And so uh, all of a sudden, uh, Pratt can hear off in the distance, uh, this marshal shell, yelling, Go get him, stew boy! Go get him, stew boy! And uh, and the the marshal is running, and Stewboy is running, and uh, the the marshal is shouting as they go, Sick him, Stewboy! Sick him, Stewboy! And, you know, uh, Barley P. Pratt, um, he had a a head start, but apparently he's more of a sprinter than a long distance man because as this, uh, uh, Sick him, Stewboy! Sick him, Stewboy! As uh, as as the dog is approaching, the uh, marshal not far behind. The gap is is shrinking. They're they're gaining pretty good on uh, on Parley P. Pratt. And at any rate, uh, it, it's at a point where the dog is about to rip Pratt a new one. And what he does is he that fast in the blink of an eye stops and he points down the trail and he goes, "Sick him, Stu boy! Sick him, Stu boy!" And the dog, oh, <laughs> a little discombobulated, Sick him, Stew Boy! Sick him, boy! Get him, Stew Boy! And the dog rockets by Parley P. Pratt, heading farther down the trail in search of this phantom person. And and, and Parley P. Pratt is shouting, Sick him, Stew Boy! And uh, st- st- Stew Boy uh, runs off into the nowhere, uh, barking and searching and looking. And Pratt takes a uh, perpendicular course, says, I think I'll go into the woods that way, and uh, escaped from the uh, marshal and the warrant and the faithful dog, Stewboy. So that's my one law enforcement dog uh, uh, story. The uh, state of New York, you heard of it. It's a big organization headquartered in Albany. The state of New York is uh, considering legislation, meaning the Democrats have decided they want to do it. Your job will be to grab your ankles and take it. But the uh, Democrats uh, up in Albany have decided that they want to introduce legislation that will outlaw the sale of menthol cigarettes in New York State. Uh, Menthol is a flavor that's put on to cigarettes and, uh, you know, it has been that way for a long time. Not all cigarettes, of course, they come in different, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, concoctions or whatever. Uh, And and they say that these flavors, uh, this flavor, makes tobacco more palatable. And so this contributes to smoking. And so we will fight smoking by banning menthol. Right? Well, here's the deal. Um, There are preferences in cigarettes. That, you know, like you may have some brand of shoe polish. I'm sorry, no one polishes their shoes anymore. You may have some favorite brand of uh, a, a dish soap, right, for your kitchen. I don't know. And you, and you, you may always buy that. Uh, and your kids growing up seeing that brand of uh, dish soap, they might buy it when they grow up. We in the marketplace have uh, a, a trends and tendencies that may be driven by things beyond just straight consumer choice. Sometimes um, a a consumer preference will become almost a cultural expression, right, Um, which gets to menthol cigarettes. It turns out that whether or not you like menthol cigarettes, um, it can be very reflective of your race. The large majority of white cigarette smokers do not smoke menthol cigarettes, However, the other side of the coin, the large majority of black cigarette smokers do smoke menthol cigarettes. In fact, the best estimate is about 90% uh, of African-American cigarette smokers in the United States prefer uh, menthol and will smoke menthol. And it's not quite 90%, but a very high percentage of white cigarette smokers don't smoke menthol. So when you pass a restriction on menthol, when you outlaw it as a cigarette flavor in your state, you're going to have disproportional impact based on race, right? Specifically, if the state of New York, the Democrats in charge, if they ban menthol in New York in cigarettes, almost no white cigarette smokers will be impacted by that because almost no white cigarette smokers prefer menthol cigarettes. However, a very large majority of black cigarette smokers will be impacted by that because a very large majority of black cigarette smokers do use menthol. So what you'll be saying to uh, black cigarette smokers is, no, 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 no. We're not going to have your type cigarette anymore. And what you're saying to a large majority of white cigarette smokers is, you're fine, we've still got yours. Right? Right. It's disproportionality of, of impact. And again, in my perfect world, nobody smokes anything. It's, it's bad. Stop it. It's just going to ruin your health. I'm, I'm, but I believe in freedom, just like you. And we ought to uh, maybe try to encourage people, you and I, through persuasion. Um, but we ought not to force anybody. You can't force anybody to do right. Because then they're not doing right. They're complying to oppression. Well, that's a tangent. But the point is this that cigarettes exist through a product in the marketplace. Some people choose to use these uh, products. Um, It's their legal prerogative and right. And uh, to out of the blue say that you can no longer have this flavor of cigarette. And when that flavor of cigarette is overwhelmingly the favor of one group of people within your society, then your rule will overwhelmingly negatively impact one group of people within society. Do you paternalistically say, well, this will be good. This will discourage black people from smoking. And the word I underline there is paternalistic. Is that, is that your job? Is that what the government is supposed to do? Tell black people what to do? Right? Here's what you should do. I've decided. Now you must do it. Is that right? That's America? I don't think so. Um, at any rate, uh, in my perfect world, everybody would give up smoking. Um, but that's not the world in which we live. And people choose to smoke cigarettes, and that's their business. And it is not the business of the state to get in there and overmuch screw with their individual freedom. And when the state comes up with a rule or regulation that disproportionately screws over one group of people, and that group of people seem to be defined by their skin color, then I would think that in this society we'd say, maybe that's not such a good rule. Time for traffic and weather on 570 WSYR Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, my friend. Uh, uh, welcome uh, back. I, a little bit more information on the purchase of Burn Dairy. Um, by the, uh, just a second, check on my mail here. Still trying to get word back from Burn Dairy. Uh, it was apparently bought by Upstate Niagara Cooperative. A, very, uh, a, very, a variety of agricultural publications have written about it over the last 24 hours, and I think we've learned more uh, about it. Uh, Upstate Farms, founded. Uh, check that, Burn Dairy, founded by a member of the Burn family in 1933, has for some several years been two businesses now. One that produced dairy products and another that ran convenience stores. Um, The convenience store uh, business is not affected by this. The dairy products business is, in effect, divided, uh, broken into two pieces by this. The piece which has been sold to Upstate Niagara Cooperative um, is that uh, piece that revolves around the milk processing plant on Oneida Street uh, in Syracuse. Uh, I, like I said yesterday, I've had a chance to go out there. It's, uh, to me, a very impressive, wonderful, clean, uh, beautiful plant taking uh, wholesome milk from the dairy farmers of central New York and processing it into um, a variety of liquid milk products that people really like. To include, I don't know if i ever mentioned this to you, uh, chocolate milk. Burned dairy makes chocolate milk. Yes, very, very nice. Um, Well, here's the deal on that. Burn Dairy, uh, not the convenience store uh, part, but the part that makes dairy products, will continue to operate and be owned by a member of the Burn family uh, for the promotion of uh, shelf-stable milk like they use in uh, Europe and I think some parts of Canada and I think also in the military and campers use it. Um, And they also will continue to produce uh, Burn Dairy uh, ice cream. Which I think they should. I should sample some of that, like maple walnut and black raspberry. And do they still make Rocky Road? Anyway, uh, Burn Dairy ice cream, highly delicious. That stays as a Burn family uh, uh, product and company, as I understand it. Uh, the Burn family has licensed for an extended period of time the Burn Dairy name uh, for uh, use on liquid milk products that come out of the Oneida Street plant. So uh, the Upstate Niagara Cooperative, which uses the trademarks uh, uh, Upstate Farms and Bison brand, will uh, uh, own and run the Syracuse milk processing plant. It will produce liquid milk that will be under the burn dairy label. So as consumers, as farmers, as employees at the plant, almost nothing changes. Um, And I'm very happy about that. We've got news. Then it's the free-for-all coming up on 570 WSYR. Thanks, Dave. Don't run off. We're going to be joined by Zach George, sir. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, What do you think we ought to discuss today? Well, um, two
0: Instagram models are now banned from ever attending a major league baseball game. Uh, they got booted from Game 5 of the World Series Sunday night for flashing an Astros pitcher. Uh, they were standing behind home plate, and they lifted their shirts on live TV Yeah. while Astros pitcher Garrett Cole was getting ready to throw. And the women were yeah. told they violated a fan code, and they were apparently promoting breast cancer awareness.
1: Mm. Wait, they were, <laughs> they were uh, pushing their Instagram presence is what they were doing. And they also were uh, selling a, a website that features scantily clad women. Yes. I thought this was an innovation to the seventh-inning stretch. I was completely in favor of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they say um, they're... Um,
1: I think if we, if I have to sit through seven innings of a baseball game, uh, if the women there want to flash, you know what? Who am I to fight their impulse? Does anybody find it ironic that uh,
2: New Orleans is banning uh, flashing at Mardi Gras, but now it's happening in ballparks? <laughs> America's greatest game, right? You said ballpark. Ballpark. Uh hold it. There's no right. more Ballpark. flashing Ballpark. one around. word. No. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, no. New Orleans has been very anti that. That's uh Wait, Yeah, trust he, me. That's a misnomer. To... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Way, way back to when like, I went cops, down there. The I TV flashed show. my,
2: I flashed myself and I got arrested. I'm just going to tell you right oh. now. I'll be up. You front. go
1: blind, typically. <laughs> but way back when cops was a fairly new TV show years ago. Yes. Um, yes. They had the, the police of New Orleans. Yeah. On Mardi Gras. And they were the if you if, if they were mean, if you were drunk or if you were flashing. Yes. they busted you and you yes, were gone. They, they, they did. They draw the line I'm trying to clean
2: it up. It's a family place. Mm-hmm. It's like sure. Vegas. Remember that whole sure. remember that? Vegas yeah. did their whole thing uh, where come to Vegas, it's a family place. It's like okay. Yeah.
1: You say so. Here's the thing. I have never understood the psychology of a woman wanting to sort of randomly expose herself like that. As a as a shallow uh, lustful man, I'm not complaining, but I've never understood what is the what's in it for her? I don't know. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, well, a- appreciation apparent, from all of us pig men. Apparently in this it was
0: to promote breast cancer and it was going to pay they're going to pay it, off. It was, how
1: about you hold a sign? It, it wasn't <laughs> there, no, it they, wasn't breast cancer. They said they all were proceeds a, all proceeds go to paying off medical
0: what? bills. I don't know. Of uh, but no. they of and then they're going to was a meet, scam.
1: They both they both are Instagram influencers. They have like two or three oh, million people word. following them along. And yes. this was just a chance to, and it worked for them. They showed off their little boobies and they got lots of attention and they'll never be able to go to a baseball game in a park again, but I think they'll survive. Oh, the, yeah, I was going to say, oh, the horror on that. But anyway, but mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's, it's tampering with the pitcher. That's the big thing I think is it, you're gonna make him throw a bunch of I'm balls. Gonna,
2: I've, I've got I'm gonna throw this out and I'll. You said balls just, again. <laughs> you said balls. Oh, I didn't mean to like. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I've
0: okay.
2: never understood I'm, three I'm balls, balls but whatever. Head. Anyway, my I'm I, women have been doing this off and on for I don't know how long. I mean that's just everybody knows it. Anybody who's in baseball, anybody who's ever gone to a professional game and or. Uh, women have been doing this off and on, so I don't know why. I mean, evidently they caught them live on TV, and that's what the problem is
1: now. Mm -hmm. They they clearly positioned themselves in a a very good place. Yes, they figured out what will be on TV, and uh, and I don't know if the pitcher saw it. I mean, you didn't. It didn't see any. You didn't notice any reaction from him. No, he's not paying attention to the crowd. I don't think. When I'm I'm hoping when the guy winds up with
2: a 99 mile fastball, that he's not looking up in the crowd to see who's eating a hot dog. You ought to be paying attention to where the ball's going to go. He he said, hot dog. (laughs)
1: Hot and, dog, and he said, "I didn't say wiener. Oh. I said hot dog yeah, for the best." Yeah, and here's the thing: not not to be negative, but like the, these ladies were at some distance. It was not, you know, you yeah, had a, to it's... squint a little bit. There was, yeah, no, yeah whatever. Um, yeah. Well, but yeah, it, it was a, it was a stunt, and it worked. It's for just them, harmless you know? fun. And it, yeah, though again, if if we're sitting there with our kids or whatever, uh, or it's the Sunday school ladies, they probably are not you know not not that keen on it. And that's probably why Major League Baseball kicked them out forever. I'm but.
2: sure the woman knitting in the second row had no idea what was going on. You ever see them? And probably had, you ever see them? Had, Major League sporting games. events, they're sitting there and they're knitting. They're not even looking. There's a, several of them that go to Syracuse games, and they sit there and they do knitting while they're. Of the games going on I'm like why are you a- here uh, Syracuse Mets games <sighs> no Syracuse basketball oh. football Oh, is that right yes there are people huh. there are women that go to some of these games and they're sitting and they're knitting and they're whatever and I you know I get it I get knitting is a, a you know a stress relaxer but it you're at a sporting event and you should be standing up and boy they get upset if you jump up and mm. start screaming because you don't want to you know mm. you don't want to mm. scream Screw up the knit one and the pearl he said, two.
1: He said. He said stress reliever. Then he said screw up. Um, and then I just, said, I'm just putting one up, and Dave, pearl two here. Here's all right, the next. Deal. I'm I'm kind of a cheap guy when uh, like if I'm at a game that I've paid to go to, I don't even go away to like buy food or go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? I want I want to take it all in. I don't want to miss a thing. I don't need to go off and buy expensive food right now. I can do that later. I want to watch the game. I want to be attentive.
0: That's that's good. I mean, I, I sometimes you like to enjoy, you know, a nice chicken tender, you know, and some some nice dasani water, like you know.
1: <laughs> You're a high liver, <laughs> aren't <ten>. you? <laughs> it was a chicken tender hey. and a dasani water. Hey, honey, it's the best at times.
2: Don't you go nowhere, <laughs> honey. I'm gonna get you some tenders <laughs> and some dasani, and I'll be right back. You and, keep watching the away, game. Don't be flashing the picture, okay? That's right. Don't be flashing the picture. This is our picture. We don't want to mess them
1: up. <laughs> That's right. That's it's right. Like
0: sometimes the best times uh, to go get food is when the action's going on because yes. there's no lines. You get yes. there quick. You get your stuff. You come yes. back and you again. You make it. You make it. Metho- like you yes. you go out strategically. Make it all happen mm. at once. Like, come yes. back and you never have to leave again. It's
2: funny you said that, Zach, because Sunday I was at the at the dome for the marching band conference. Uh, the championships show and my wife was there with me and she went to go get a piece of pizza she went to go get the pizza just after we did the retreat which is when we give away awards we do it three times a night and she went right after the retreat well that's when everybody goes because they've already given out the awards for that you know that group and they're we're waiting for the next group to start and she goes you should see the crowd and i'm like yeah you don't do that you don't go out <laughs> it's like you don't go out you know at halftime to go get anything you go out just a little bit before halftime and then you you miss it
1: you're right zach that's mm-hmm. what you gotta do yeah, time how did how'd the field band competition go was that pretty pleasant now you did the See the there or no
2: okay. yeah i i um, announced the evenings so we split Excellent. it up yeah our our general manager here mr rick Yakabus. Did the mornings and I and I did the evening. So yeah, it was good. It was very good. It's good to see the kids out there. So a lot, yeah, of, yeah. a lot of pageantry, a lot of a lot of great uh uh
1: of uh what am I trying to say there? Music. It was good to see the kids out there. So it is impressive to see and hear. They can do wondrous things. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad that you talk about wholesome stuff, whereas Zach is getting back to boobs Zach's at the end so, oh,
2: Let's yeah. go back to what the Zach. He decides the topic. Uh, so yeah. we're right back yeah, to the sure. flashing boobsy. Uh,
0: you know, I uh, usually go wholesome. Go. And I say I switch it up, you know, vary switch up. Switch it up. Yeah. You know,
1: anyway. mm-hmm. Here's let me ask you this. because I don't know if any of us watch that, you know, that game. Uh I know some people are excited about the Washington Nationals. I'm not one of them. Boo! But uh how many of us Boo! have subsequently looked up the video of uh of that incident? I actually didn't do it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it. I don't. Yeah. Yes, I. I've also seen it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, it was it great, <laughs> but just for an hour or so. I just looked at it for an hour or so. Okay, that's no, not. The, it was, okay. So not two hours. Not You're no. Yeah, but it was. It was. It was. A, it, it was a stunt they did. It, it worked out well for them. Well, on this Washington Nationals, I can't decide whether or not their logo looks like the. W from Wegmans or from Walgreens? I'm not exactly sure. I it's think it's what a Walgreens logo. A little more loopy than yeah, Wegmans? Yeah, a little loopy.
2: Just like the Nationals, a little loopy.
1: Yep. A little loopy. Yep. Started strong. little loopy loop. that way. Yeah. What about no tackle football <laughs> in New York for anybody under 13? What do we think about that as a new state law?
0: I mean, they can't even tackle hard at that time. I don't know. I'd just let them tackle. I don't, I don't think so, I think. You know, learning proper tackle form at that age is a good time to really teach it if you can
2: teach it that early. I don't I don't agree with it. I think based on all the horrible calls I've seen in the NFL this season, we probably should just make it all flag football and be done with it. <laughs> that's just end it. Let's just get re- let's just admit it, people, we lost. You lost, okay? Flag football <laughs> for everybody. Nobody touches anyone, and if you do, it's a penalty and that's the end of it, and then we all know and then we go to the game and we can cheer for whatever. Maybe the girls in the front row who were pulling their shirts up, but I, I facing don't facing the know. wrong way, unfortunately. Well, I don't, you, uh, did,
1: you did, did you watch the Buffalo Bills game on Sunday? Um, no. I know. I said, yes, I
2: did. Oh, that's right. You the, were at the field Yeah, band, off the, the side band. of my eye, I watched a little bit yeah. of it. It was a he horrible was, train wreck. But go ahead.
1: Yeah. Interesting deal in that uh, this Josh Allen or whatever his name is, the quarterback. Yes. He, his first run and slide, yes. you know, the Eagles get a penalty. Uh, because yes. they, you know, a little rough on him, whatever like that. Yeah, well, and maybe. from that point on, run and slide was he. He he did that over and over again. Yes. knowing that they weren't going to touch him. You yes. know? and he's picking up maybe two or three extra yards that's, each time. Yes. just because you can't touch the quarterback. That's I mean, right. If, if you can't take contact out of football and expect it still to be football. No, right.
2: And, well, you can if you make it flag to, football.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, There's that's no terrible.
1: They, they've and, ruined and, it. And also. Make sure, here's the thing. I I think parents are concerned about their kids. They can yes. decide what their children do. Exactly. Coaches care about kids. Uh-huh. And children go out and they play and they roughhouse and they tumble around and they engage in things a lot more physical than just playing football pretty much every day of their lives. So telling arbitrarily that no one under this age can play tackle football in the state of New York, it's an intrusion by government. It's dramatic overreach, I think. And that's the thing. This is the time that you can teach proper
0: tackle form and, you know, don't lead with your head. Don't go for the person's head, you know. Do this the right way. And if you teach it early on enough, then hopefully that sticks and, and
2: evolves the game in that way. Yes, I understand that. That makes sense. But what they're trying to do is they're saying, well, you know, here's a football player back who played back in 1964. and now he has dementia or whatever because of, you know, uh, concussions that he suffered. And, yeah, that was back in the 60s before the helmets were better and before the new rules were – they just keep – I don't know. They keep trying – what they're trying to do is they're trying to make up for the past. You can't make up for the past. You can fix things now, and then we hope that in the future that will have an effect. But you can't fix things now to correct past problems. That's
1: my opinion. Anyway. And you can't completely wussify your culture and expect it to endure.
2: And I don't understand this. I don't understand this whole designing a helmet. This is the other thing I'm confused about because the part of the problem is when you get hard enough concussion, your brain inside your skull, which is pretty hard, your brain inside your skull gets jostled a lot. Well, there isn't a helmet you can design. I don't know how you can possibly design a helmet that defies the laws of physics, or momentum, I guess, and it, well, which mm-hmm. is part of physics, right? I mean, I don't care mm-hmm. how, yeah, how big a helmet you can have. A, well, maybe if you had a helmet that's like four feet out from your head, that might, <laughs> might work. It could be like the Martians, but anyway. Maybe they should I, be made of styrofoam or whatever
1: that... We don't... We don't okay, okay. Styrofoam. Styrofoam. See, he's we picked that don't have. He's picked that scab. <laughs>
2: no styrofoam I'm in this house i'm a brat i'm a brat
1: that's <laughs> dave smith right there oh, laying you. down the rules and it's uh zach george right now googling the chicks at the baseball game time for traffic and weather on 570 wsyr with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to
0: has anyone seen the bride and groom
1: The uh, eh, eh, Democrats in the House are going to hold uh, something of an impeachment vote on Thursday. It won't be, do we want to dump Trump, yes or no, directly, but it will lay out, I think they have said today, the procedure for uh, what they're going to do uh, with the uh, impeachment going forward. What will our plan uh, be? How will the process work? And you know what? My thought is, bring it on. This Ukrainian phone call... I I hate to sound like I'm you know in the bag for Trump, but I just have no juice over it. I I don't I don't see anything impeachable in there. I don't see anything in there to be honest with you that even bothers me, right? So they're gonna uh, shout and wave their fists and all this other stuff. I say let's get it done. Let them do their little dirty deed. Uh, 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 let it wrap up before the end of the year. And then uh, let 2020 be about the people deciding. It's time for news. We'll be back right after that with you and your calls on 570 WSYR.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.